What's going on, guys? Sam Adams here, and welcome to another episode of Cabinet. Today, for October the 11th of 2018, my name is Samuel Adams, and welcome to today's show. For those that might be new to the program, this is a daily gaming news show where I bring you the hottest gaming news from around the industry, talking about PlayStation, Xbox, whatever it might be, and I bundle it together in a tight little package right here for you to enjoy. And today, I'm not going to lie, is a bit of a light day when it comes to video game news. I suppose it's because we are on the eve of the launch of Black Ops 4, uh, which is obviously a little bit bigger than your normal Call of Duty game because you do have the new edition of the Blackout Battle Royale mode, so everybody's been kind of talking about that and hyping that up, but there is still a good bit of news to talk about. Uh, But before we jump into it, I do want to say thank you for taking the time to check out this stream slash video slash podcast, uh, whatever you want to call it. This is hosted live on YouTube.com slash Samuel Adams Media five nights a week if you did want to drop by and check out the hottest gaming news of the day to kind of wind down after a long day, or if you're on the Pacific side of the United States, you could be just gearing up for your afternoon. Depends on how you look at it. Uh, But today, when it comes to video game news, you do have Fortnite's Android release in a full format. You do get it if you are not in the beta or if you are in the beta. Just You can play Fortnite now on your Android phone, which was our headliner for the day. And that kind of goes to show just how slow of a gaming news day that it was. But on top of that, a very interesting number came out. For Honor has surpassed 15 million players. We'll talk about that for a minute. Ubisoft has revealed a free-to-play Assassin's Creed spinoff coming to iOS and Android next month. Black Ops 4 is more anticipated than Red Dead Redemption 2, according to a survey, and we will kind of, uh, you know, talk about that. Again, slow news day, so bear with me. Microsoft is rolling out Xbox avatars today, and Uber Eats is going to give you a free copy of Call of Duty Black Ops 4 if you are lucky enough to be one of those people. And so, we will go ahead and talk about those stories today on today's episode, Uh, but without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. First off, as I said, Fortnite is on Android and it has been released for free to everyone, no invite needed. Fortnite gets even bigger with another full platform release. Fortnite Battle Royale has been available on Android for some time now, but it was not freely available for download to everyone. That's now changed as Epic has released the game on Android without the need for an invite. The beta had previously been invite only, but as of today, you can download it to any Android device for free without waiting. Unlike most Android games, Epic isn't offering Fortnite through Google Play Store, but instead on its official site. Epic accompanied the announcement with a recommended system specs for your Android device to get the optimal experience. You can check out a list of all of the supported devices to make sure yours does fit the bill. And of course, you can find that in the article, which I have linked down below this specific stream. If you did want to find out if you were eligible to go ahead and dive in and get some of those victory royales on your mobile device. Uh, But as far as the recommended specs go, you do have the OS, which is Android 8.0 or higher, 64-bit. RAM is recommended 4 gigabytes or higher. And the GPU should be Adreno 530 or higher, Mali-G71 MP20, Mali-G72 MP12 or higher. I don't know what those things mean because I play games on PC. Uh, So there you have it. I mean, if you have a phone that's newer than I would say the past three or four years, you should be pretty good to go. But again, there is a full list if you did want to make sure yours was good to go. Plugging the official site is important since Epic circumvented the Google Play Store to release its application directly to users. That allows the studio to keep more of its profits, but has run the risk of security problems, as we have talked about on previous episodes of Caffeinate, because quite frankly, people are getting swindled into thinking they're downloading the Fortnite game on their Android phone, when lo and behold, they're actually more than likely getting a hold of a virus. So you do have that. 
But avoiding the safety of a known and trusted store also raises the risk of unscrupulous people confusing potential players, as we just said. Most recently, dubious apps claiming to offer free V-Bucks or cheats have been connected to phishing schemes. And for obvious reasons, you should make sure to install through the official site if you did want to do that. Of course, right now, Fortnite is in the middle of Season 6, dubbed Darkness Rises, and there's a ton of stuff to check out if you did want to dive back into the game. Uh, I would say that right now is a pretty good time to jump back into Fortnite if you have kind of abandoned it over the past few months. Uh, they're kind of in the middle of a Halloween-themed event, if you do understand what I'm putting down there. So you, my friend, can check it out if you did want to on your Android device, regardless of whether or not you had access to the beta earlier. And overall, seems like it's a pretty good little step in the right direction. I mean, as, as many people you can get playing your game as possible is how every developer should function. And so, simply put, Epic is doing that in a fairly good way. Uh, but anyways, if you did want to try it out, it's now out on the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, the Nintendo Switch, the PC, I OS and Android. You can literally play Fortnite no matter where you go, pretty much 24 hours a day. Not saying you should, I'm just saying that you can. They didn't think about if they should. They were so concerned about if they could, or whatever it is Jeff Goldblum says in Jurassic Park. But moving on to the second story of the day, For Honor surpasses 15 million players ahead of the Marching Fire update. Ubisoft has announced For Honor has surpassed the 15 million players mark since it released in February of 2017. Ubisoft will release the Marching Fire update next week, which should be rather exciting for the 15 million playing For Honor. Marching Fire includes four new Wulin heroes, a 4v4 castle siege, and Breach Mode, remastered visuals, new perks, and much more. For Honor players who purchased the Marching Fire expansion will receive two weeks of early access to the Wulin heroes starting on October the 16th. The new characters will be available on October 20th for non-expansion pack owners. The new For Honor content also includes a new PvP, or excuse me, PvE arcade mode, which thrusts players into randomly generated combat scenarios. It can be played solo or in co-op, and that actually sounds pretty cool. I will say, if you are somebody who likes to play alone, that's a great way uh, to kind of just set up a scenario and just go ahead and play through it and just enjoy the combat of the game. But here, they are able to earn rewards, level the gear score, and increase their reputation. And of course, there is a trailer for that entire little shebang if you did want to check it out. But overall, it seems like it's a good step in the right direction for For Honor. Of course, for those that don't know what's going on with this game very strange release this one was because it was released and it was marketed as something of a fighting game esport. It was supposed to be some kind of hybrid between something like a Street Fighter and something like your, I guess, newer Assassin's Creed combat. It's very difficult to kind of put into words what For Honor actually is. Uh, but what you should know is that it didn't go over so well. The game kind of died after a while, but Ubisoft has pulled a Rainbow Six Siege, if you will, and kind of kept it alive with free content and continuous work on the game instead of just abandoning it and leaving it out into the cold. So overall, with 15 million playing For Honor, it seems like it's actually doing better than I thought that it was. Uh, I would be interested to hear if this is 15 million like people playing it right now, like active in the past month, or if it's just been 15 million people have played For Honor. Because in that case, I believe that I'm technically one on both the PC and the PlayStation 4, even though I haven't picked up the game in probably well over a year, I would say. Again, it's just kind of one of those little fine lines between what is real and what is not. I, I don't really know if this is actually an accurate kind of estimate, but again, I will give them the benefit of the doubt, because I do want this game to do well, don't get me wrong. 
Uh, that's one thing that I always like to kind of reiterate whenever it comes to me talking about games and talking about how uh, there's a dwindling player base or anything like that. For instance, I've been throwing Islands of Nine Battle Royale under the bus for a good many weeks now because, quite frankly, it did not perform uh, as I thought that it would and as I hoped that it would. Uh, but when it comes down to it, regardless of whether or not you like a game, regardless of whether or not you put your kind of cosign or co-signature, I suppose, on the game, people still worked on it. People still worked diligently to make it happen, and so it should be respected in my opinion and that applies to everything from for honor to the smallest of indie games unless they're trying to rip you off it kind of depends on each individual scenario Uh, but with for honor i'm glad to hear that it is doing fairly well and 15 million is nothing to shake a stick at so at the end of the day if anything it's going to be remembered as a pretty awesome little experiment kind of game if you do understand what i'm saying but for those that want to check out for honor uh, you might even have it in your library because it has been free a couple of times there is a big expansion coming out in just a couple of days so you my friends could give that a shot if you have nothing else to play but chances are you probably have something else to play and if you need something else to play on top of everything you already have in your backlog ubisoft has a free to play assassin's creed spinoff coming out next month on the ios and android platforms it is something of a stealth release says mad whales over at eurogamer they do very well with the puns and dad jokes over there but Ubisoft has announced that its free-to-play Assassin's Creed spinoff, Assassin's Creed Rebellion, will arrive on iOS and Android devices on November the 21st, just in time for the holiday breaks. Assassin's Creed Rebellion is the work of Fallout Shelter Studio Behavior Interactive, and like Bethesda's game, Rebellion revolves, at least in part, around base management and expansion. It's 15th century Spain at the height of the Inquisition, and you're attempting to build up your own brotherhood, establishing an HQ to accommodate a growing army of assassins in order to infiltrate Templar strongholds. Rebellion doesn't stop a base management, however. It also features 2D side-scrolling segments, similar to those seen in the Assassin's Creed Chronicles games. Those come into play during infiltration missions, which are available in four varieties. Alongside story missions, standard missions reward resources that can be used to upgrade your assassins, loot missions award materials for crafting, and legacy missions offer DNA fragments, which can be used to unlock new assassins for future quests. It seems reasonable to assume that some of these elements might also be available through microtransactions. You don't say. As you'd expect, there's plenty in the way of Assassin's Creed fan service, with Rebellion pulling together familiar faces from all across Ubisoft's blockbuster franchise. Fan favorite heroes include Ezio, Edward Kenway, and Shao June, as well as the likes of Revelations Yusuf and Brotherhood's Machiavelli, all supposedly featuring varying skill sets. Early whispers suggest that Assassin's Creed Rebellion is actually pretty good. The game released early in certain territories for testing, and if you're keen to get involved yourself, you can pre-register your interest either via the PlayStation Store for Android, or excuse me, the Play Store for Android, whoa, not coming out on the regular consoles, or the Rebellion website for iOS. Ubisoft is offering a range of rewards for those that download and play during Rebellion's first week of release, with rewards increasing as pre-registration numbers grow. Quote, use the coins and Helix credits to finance your Brotherhood activities, says Ubisoft of the potential rewards. Unlock more heroes faster with the DNA cube tokens, equip your favorite heroes with Greek weapons from Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and add Mario to your team to crush your enemies in combat. In total, rewards are valued at 15 bucks USD, and you'll find the planned unlock milestones in the infographic above. Uh, but overall, if you get 3 million people uh, pre-registered for the game, you get a couple of extra characters, you know, a couple of bangs for your buck, if you will. But overall, nothing to really see here, except for the game itself. Uh, this game 
game actually looks to be a pretty good little combination of the smaller Assassin's Creed games that have been coming out over the years. Of course, for those that don't know the history of Assassin's Creed and kind of base management, if you will, uh, it had a really awesome little kind of skew in the earlier Assassin's Creed games where you could simply manage your army of assassins, and it worked out really, really well. And whenever I was reading about what this actually was when it comes to Rebellion, it actually sounds like something that could work fairly well on a mobile device, and so I might actually give this one a shot, especially considering that it is free to play. Uh, now, I will say that when it comes to the spin-off Assassin's Creed games, those that were 2D platformers, uh, they actually did something fairly well, and that's they kept me engaged. Uh, now, they aren't always full of releases. They aren't always going to live up to the expectations of fans. But I will say that when it comes to what they were at face value, those games were pretty good. And so to see those kind of elements integrated into Assassin's Creed Rebellion, I think it's going to be a fantastic little mobile experience. And as I always say with mobile games, it is most definitely one that you can play while using the restroom without a doubt. Uh, so if you did want to check it out, again, the game is launching in full on November the 21st, but I would encourage you to pre-register if you did want to do, do that. Excuse me. Again, it is free to play. It is always going to be free to play, and you might have some microtransactions. I would say you more than likely will, but again, if you pre-register, you get up to 15 bucks in extra content if you do help reach those goals. Uh, so again, November the 21st, it'll be here before you know it, just over a month away, which is terrifying because that means 2018 is slowly drawing to a close. Ew. But moving on, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is more anticipated than Red Dead Redemption 2 this holiday, according to a survey. Interesting story. I'm going to take a quick sip of coffee and mull over this statement while I gather my thoughts. Ah. <sighs> Good stuff. But the latest survey from Nielsen suggests that Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is the most anticipated game this holiday season. According to a survey conducted by Nielsen Game Rank, the most anticipated game going into the holiday shopping season is, in fact, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. The latest entry in the franchise topped the multi-platform segment with a score of 99, followed closely by Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption 2 with a score of 97. Battlefield 5 and Fallout 76 also fared well on the anticipation scale, coming in at third and fourth place respectively, with Assassin's Creed Odyssey released last week followed. Other highly anticipated multi-platform titles are as follows. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Hitman 2, FIFA 19, NBA Live 19, NBA 2K19, and WWE 2K19. In the platform exclusive segment, Nielsen Game Rank found Sony's Spider-Man and Xbox One's Forza Horizon 4 were two highly anticipated titles. Folks are also looking forward to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Super Mario Party, and the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee titles. The games included on the Nielsen Game Rank list are those with current higher levels of anticipation across the broad broader body of gamers overall. According to the firm, the data was collected via a survey with only 6,000 participants. I will say a bit of a small sample size if I was doing this kind of survey, but I digress. It still does show what those 6,000 people are looking forward to. And of course, you can read the full report if you did want to do that right now in the little article, which I have linked down below. Also, my camera appears to be going a little bit wonky. I apologize for that. Hold on just a second. Should be pretty good there. Again, professionalism great stuff just just fantastic oh yeah fantastic stuff i apologize for that you never know what you're going to find right here on youtube.com slash samuel adams media in fact you could just completely and totally lose all of your audio and you never know what's going to be coming of that it's always really really fun but it's interesting to hear that you do have these games uh being the ones that are most anticipated especially when it comes to these first two with call of duty black ops 4 and red dead redemption 2 being almost neck and neck which is not really something that i really anticipated i kind of expected that you would be 
getting more of the uh, the Call of Duty uh, than the Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption 2 by a long shot. Because, quite frankly, when it comes to Red Dead Redemption 2, that's not necessarily more of a niche kind of game, but it is one that might not necessarily be as anticipated as something that is as mainstream as this year's brand new Call of Duty. Uh, and so, whenever I was seeing that it was a 99 versus a 97, I would actually say that that's kind of shocking, and it could be telling of where the industry is going, because I think more people are getting more in uh, to the more, I don't know, neat, not necessarily niche, but out of the mainstream kind of games, because I would consider Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption 2 to be somewhat of a, a little bit of a buried gem, if you will, even though it is on the surface for those that are in the middle of the gaming industry. Again, it could be something of a, a perspective kind of shift for me. Again, it could be something else. But overall, I think it's a pretty interesting little survey here. And you guys will have to let me know what you think in the comment section down below. I am also very disappointed to see that you do have so many sports games up here. But again, this is the out of the mainstream, or this is the mainstream, excuse me, bulk of the people. Not necessarily those that are right there in the uh, the middle of the gaming industry. Somewhat of the, uh, the main people that just go to GameStop every year to buy the new Call of Duty or Battlefield or Madden. And that's pretty much what I kind of gather from this. Uh, but I digress. It's pretty interesting. And so that link is in the description box down below. Also, to Dawson in the chat, what's going on? Welcome to the show. But moving on to the next story of the day, Microsoft is rolling out Xbox avatars today, and it's also introducing the Xbox skill for Alexa and Cortana if you are into using your devices. Xbox is rolling out its October update today, which will bring a number of new features that have been in testing until now. First, the Xbox skills for Cortana and Alexa are now available. Using the skills, you'll be able to turn off your console and also on as well adjust the volume launch games and apps and start and stop mixer broadcast and capture screenshots with just your voice. Just just head to the Alexa and Cortana skills stores to find the skill and get started if you did want to do that. Secondly, you'll now have access to the new Xbox avatars, which include a wide range of body types and new accessories and appearance items like makeup, nose rings, and fingernails. Last one, fingernails, kind of gross. The new avatar editor also lets you control the color of pretty much every aspect of your avatar. Of course, if you'd rather stick with your original avatar, you can do that as well. The update also brings Dolby Vision HDR streaming support to Xbox One S and Xbox One X. To enable that, you head to settings, display, and sound, video output, video modes, and then allow Dolby Vision. Additionally, Xbox has added five more languages to narrator on Xbox One, including Spanish, Portuguese, Polish, Swedish, and Dutch, as well as an Australian version of English which I would say I might even use myself. But lastly, Microsoft and Amazon are teaming up on a promotion. If you buy a qualified Xbox One S or Xbox One X bundle through the online retailer, you will get a free Echo Dot. Microsoft says that this promotion will only be available while supplies last and will launch in the coming days. And to address a comment in the chat, you just activated my Alexa three times. Alexa, play Despacito. You're welcome. And so, what you have here is something that I would say is a pretty awesome little slew of features coming out on your Xbox, because they are continuously adding new stuff to the Xbox lineup when it comes to features, and these are some pretty awesome additions. Of course, when it comes to the main story we're talking about here with the Xbox avatars, it's simply a fantastic way to kind of allow people to express themselves in this specific way, and they also very much so outdo the previous Xbox avatar system that we had back from the Xbox 360 years, because we all know those weren't working out that well. Uh, but overall, if you did want to dive in, these should be coming out soon to your Xbox if you wanted to check and see if you had an update. Uh, but I would say the most interesting feature here is not necessarily the actual avatars themselves, but the actual Echo and uh, Cortana voice 
you know, capabilities. Because to be able to go live on Mixer, uh, to be able to do any kind of real function on your Xbox One that you would need to do, that's something that I think is pretty cool and something that is worth admiring and also something that is definitely worth checking out. Uh, so again, if you did want to dive in and see what's going on with Xbox avatars and the new Xbox update, you can do that today if you do choose to do that. But overall, if you did want to sit back and play some Black Ops 4 without having to worry about getting up and going to get food, well, I have good news for you. You can kill two birds with one stone. Uber Eats would deliver a free copy of Call of Duty with your COD and chips. And I should read that in the way that it was intended to be read, which is Uber Eats would deliver a free copy of COD with your COD and chips. Oh, man, I cannot believe this is actually happening. But if you're too lazy to go down to the shops for your copy of Call of Duty Black Ops 4, you may also be lazy enough to order fish and chips through Uber Eats. And if both of these things apply to you, then do we have some news coming to the guys from Eurogamer. Adequate tasting fish and chips chain Harry, Harry Ramstons, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with these chains, is running a promotion to get a free copy of COD in three of its most prominent stores this weekend, Manchester, Birmingham, and London, Victoria, while stocks last. And that apparently is the deal. If you pay $7.99 for some cotton chips from tomorrow through the Uber Eats app, you will get a copy of Black Ops 4 thrown in. A digital copy, that is, which is good because then you don't have to leave your seat to even put the disc in. It should go without saying that other fish are available to cod and other games are available other than Call of Duty Black Ops, but like eating a Harry Ramsden's restaurant, there is no accounting for taste. They just threw these guys under the bus over there from Eurogamer. So anyways... If you happen to live in that section of the world and you are going to be into the new Call of Duty, then you can check out the Uber Eats app, see if you are in the location where you can get a free copy of Black Ops, and again, give it a shot. You never know when you can get a free game. Again, I'm very much so looking forward to Black Ops 4. I'll be streaming it over on twitch.tv slash Live. if you did want to check that out. I hope to dive into some multiplayer content, and I'm also going to be mixing in some Ring of Elysium as well. I'm kind of getting back into the gaming grind. Uh, but overall, it is a fantastic promotion, as the chat does say I think it's a fantastic idea and I'm excited to hear more about how this goes because I think this could actually kind of influence uh, the rest of what's going on with kind of these uh, hands-on promotions if you will. Uh, so again we'll see what goes on but over the weekend if you do want to catch me again playing some Call of Duty and hanging out with the boys you can head over to twitch.tv slash Samuel Adams live and there you will find me. Cannot wait to dive into some of that Call of Duty action. But that wraps it up for today's episode of Cavanade and of course my camera is also kind of messing up a little bit, so I'm going to go fix that, but if you enjoyed today's show and all the technical issues that we've had throughout it, then by all means, be sure to drop me a like down below on the YouTube video, and I hope that it hasn't been too bad, including the fact that this is off over here. It's just a, again... Really just killing it right now with the technical stuff. Anyways, uh, thank you for watching the podcast, listening to the podcast, and I hope you do enjoy what you see. But I'll talk to you tomorrow for Friday's episode of Caffeinate, and hopefully all this stuff will be fixed by then. It should be. I'm disappointed in myself. Good night.